0: Hi, and welcome to Healthy Wives for Women with me, Danny. Today's show is quite an interesting one because it is something that is very popular and um, lots of people talk about it all the time. And it's exercise. You know, we all know that it's very important um, uh, as part of not just lo- to lose weight, but also to stay healthy. But um, my guest today is a personal trainer and he will be answering and talking about everything to do with exercise so tuning and um, yeah I do hope you enjoy the show and as usual please feel free to share this with all your loved ones
1: um, yeah my name is Callum Callum Sully Callum Solly. I am a personal trainer and I specialize specifically in um, women's weight. And yeah. I
0: just want to sort of, the common question I always
1: get from most people,
0: most women that I meet is, you know, especially for those who are new to exercises, um, to exercising, so they kind of always want to know, like, how, you know, how to sort of, you, you obviously, you your personal trainer, and like, for example, how many times a week would you recommend that they exercise, especially for people who are, like I said, who are new to
1: exercising? yeah. Um, sorry, so yeah, it is a common question that um, I do get asked that a lot, and the, the simple answer, from my opinion, is as far as frequency goes. Um, I know it's a bit of a cop-out answer, but it is relative, because it, first of all, we need to we need to talk about. The, the type of training or the type, yeah, the type of exercise that we're talking about Because we're talking about sort of when we're talking about general activity, walking, um, steps, which is going to generate the most calories burned, that can be daily. You know, in fact, I strongly recommend doing that daily. A lot, any any program or any service, whether it be one to one, online that when I start working with a client or even if I'm just giving advice and my, my first go-to will always be get moving. Okay. Walk. It's easy to do. Most people walk anyway. We're doing it most of our time because that's going to be, that's what we call our total daily energy expenditure, TDE. And if we master that, that's going to be the biggest way in terms of weight loss and dropping calories. Now when we start talking about actual working out and exercise, um, in 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 that sense, are we are we still there? i s I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm oh, still sorry, here. the screen went the screen went off there. When we're talking about <laughs> actual exercise, we have different variations, right? So if we're mm-hmm. talking it's very common for people to sort of think, oh, you know what? Let's go to HIT training because that's you know it's dead big and I you know Joe Wicks does a lot of that stuff. Mm. that's quite high intensity and it has a a much shorter recovery rate. So in that sense, if we're just talking about body weight workouts at home, uh, short bursts of exercise or HIIT training, as we call it, you know, anywhere two to three times a week you know, is probably more than enough to suffice. Now, when we talk about weight training, resistance training, which is a very, very strong component and it shouldn't be overlooked at all because Mm. it improves the longevity of your life. You know, again, two two to three times a week uh, an either. A good combination, what I tend to suggest to people, if I was to give someone a program right now who is a woman, they say over 40, maybe they've not exercised properly before in their life, you know, they've never been to a gym. Mm. My usual go-to program in there is always going to be two strength sessions, okay, that can be done body weight, doesn't have to be with weights, and then one what I would call conditioning. And that would be a bit more short burst. That'd be more cardio, a little bit of cardio added. And I find that that's the perfect frequency. Three times a week, two, you know, either upper or lower body splits or a full body routine, and then a conditioning on top, which is going to help condition the muscles and add a little bit of cardio. Mm. So the short answer there, that is that it, it is relative. So it, so there isn't a right answer. But if for my personal recommendation to that question, it would be, yeah. Three times a week is optimal. Two is just right. Four is probably too much. Um, if you if you want more exercise or you want to burn more calories, don't fall into the trap of thinking that more exercise equals quicker weight loss because it's just not the case. Mm-hmm. I would in fact just focus on walking your general cardio, um, or if you know if you ride a bike that sort of thing, your general day to day cardio do every day. But when we're talking about resistance training, we're actually breaking down the muscles. No more than free. Um, yeah, that would be my, my recommendation. Sorry if that was a, a long answer to what should have been a short, short question.
0: No, it, it isn't actually. It's it's very good because it did tie into the fact that I was going to ask you about strength training, about how many times I deal. Well, you've kind of answered that for me in a way. But then even sort of I wanted to ask more in terms of strength training as well. Obviously, say for example, someone who's recovering from an injury. I mean, I've got an I'm I'm recovering from an elbow injury at the moment. When will sort of like what what kind of advice would you give to someone who's so yeah like I said you know recovering from an injury and they want to get back into strength training what kind of exercises would you recommend and also in terms of the weights that in order um sort of like you know in terms of weight um, the weights that they they start using you know obviously you' you know you obviously don't want to sort of like strain that um that if you don't want to bring. That you don't make that injury worse. So, what would your advice in terms of how to get back
1: into strength training? Yeah, great question. I mean, obviously, when we're talking about injuries, mm. like you say, there is a there is a balance there because you don't want to risk further injury, you don't want to prolong your recovery, but at the same time, you want to be building strengthening the muscles, particularly around that joint that's injured, or if there's a tear or anything like that you do want to try and get yourself back into it. Because the thing is with the body, the the, the body's a beautiful thing. It will recover on its own. But what you tend to find is it never fully recovers the way it was before. And that is why it's important to try and build that strength back up. So what exercises do I recommend? Well, obviously, it depends on the the, the nature of the injury or severity of the injury. But what I can do is give you a couple of examples here. So we, I had a client who, and, and here's the thing: most people don't injure themselves when they're exercising. Funny enough, because you're consciously switched on, your nervous system is aware. Yeah, most so people really. tend to, <laughs> yeah, most people tend to injure themselves actually just doing day-to-day stuff. So mm. you know, I, I had one client who she she pulled her back, was out of action for quite a time, feeding her dog. Mm, <laughs> right? Yeah, because she's leaning over with this big bag of dog food, mm. and. You know, she's pulled her back, right, and and that Ooh. put her out of action for about two months, and we had to slowly build back up again. And and another prime example, I have a, a, a client who is over forty, right, and she uh, fell off a ladder painting, and she actually broke her wrist. Now, hmm. when when she she had had some plates put in, she had the surgery, and and when we're talking post care, so you know, after the after the surgery, they suggested to her, oh, you you're looking at twelve months recovery, rate. I said, and so so did the, the other trainers that I worked with. We said no, six months. Why? Because mm-hmm. most people would injure themselves, and they would just literally do very little, and it would take longer to recover. And then, even when it does recover, it may never recover the same way as it was prior to the injury, right? Because the loss of lost mm-hmm. strength. And we got her back, and we had to make some adjustments. Um, She did have a cast on for a lot. So there were certain exercises we couldn't do. Obviously she can't do a lot of weightlifting, push-ups, anything that puts pressure on the wrist. But you know, this thing that we live in has hundreds of muscles, right? Just because, for example, I know you mentioned your elbow. Well, there might be a lot of stuff you can't do for upper body, but you still got half of your body is your legs. Now, just because you're doing more um, lower body dominant exercises to compensate for that, that doesn't mean you're going to stimulate more muscle growth in the legs than you would the upper body, because just that stimulus of exercise, uh, you know, for a prime example, if you're doing a squat, you're going to be doing something with your arms. So, whilst they may not be actually working, you know, you might not be isolating that that muscle, if you're holding a, a squat with a kettlebell, you're still working your arms, holding the kettlebell whilst doing the squat. Mm. And the same if, if you if you could do a barbell. Um, so, and even if it's body weight, you're still gonna like move your arms, you're gonna swing them around. Same as running, you're, you're using your arms, it's not just your legs. So the body really does work well together. So it doesn't really matter if the, you know, even if you've got an elbow injury or even if you've got a knee injury, there will be stuff you can't do, obviously. Uh, But you can still do other stuff and it will still stimulate the, the, the muscles across the body the same way that will still equate to weight loss. So if we're talking specifically about losing fat and weight loss, then it doesn't really matter if you can't work the entire body or isolate a certain body part. Because what we're trying to do here is just fire up the metabolism, stimulate some muscle growth, which will in turn burn body fat. And it will still, you know, we will still generate some muscle. Um, if we are, however, trying to strengthen that specific injury, and, and you mentioned the elbow, for example, a good suggestion I have is bands, you know, uh, loom bands. Yeah, I've, I've got two of those, <laughs> I'm weighing them right now yeah exactly and physios physios suggest them for a reason and the reason why we like band work and band train band training is very overlooked in general because people think oh well, they, you know they're just bands'm I'm, I'm not going to get much from that but that's really not true because it's still it's a perfect in-between because of the nervous system if you was to pick up a dumbbell your your brain knows how heavy that dumbbell is as soon as you've made contact with it right particularly mm-hmm. if you've trained before so you'll activate certain muscles, that your body will go, okay, I'm going to lift that dumbbell. But there's so many sort of little muscles within those main muscles that won't work because your body just doesn't fire them up. And a rotator cuff is a perfect example, which sits at the back of the shoulder blade. And that's the most common injury I actually see with women and men because of bad posture, slouching forward in office work, particularly during lockdowns, of course. So, a band work just to just to do what we call, everything you can see me on camera if it's audio, but you, you know it's just slightly what we call external rotation. It's just putting your hand in front and just rotating it to the side like that, right? And if you've got a band, you can do that. So it's called external rotation and that, that works to rotate the cuff. Now, if you were to do, I don't know, let's say a chest press with dumbbells, or you're at the gym and you're doing sort of like a pep deck or anything that's heavy, and they're gonna use the major muscles in your body. So your chest, your, your arms, shoulders, but they, they'll overlook your rotator cuff because it's too weak to be activated. So bands are great for targeting those, what we call s- stabilizer muscles. And that includes around the elbow, yeah. So what that <laughs> will do, will, bands will get those little stabilizer muscles that your dumbbells and stuff won't get. So yeah, uh, my, my advice, if you're trying to strengthen an injury, Use bands or use very, very light weights, light dumbbells. It doesn't, you don't have to go heavy. Just building that slight bit of muscle will actually speed your recovery up, providing that you're not going overboard. And if we're talking about weight loss, then just work, do different exercises. You know, there is plenty of exercises that incorporate your full body, even if you think, and a squat is a perfect example. Yeah, squat is a leg and glute, so your bum, it's more dominant there, but it works your back, it works your arms, you know. So, yeah, they're the ways around it. Don't let an injury stop you. You may have to s- slow down a little bit and feel like you're starting from a drawing board, but it can be done.
0: Okay, brilliant. So, yeah, I'm just kind of like building up on my sort of my injury because, um, you know, when I was speaking to the doctor and they're like, oh, you know, they've given me all this exercise to do and so on, but I'm finding that the exercises are not exactly as effective as I want it to be. And also, even though I have tried it, I have gone back to strength training, but, I'm also that sort I'm of aware of not overdoing it. So what would you say to someone like me for it last time I'm talking right now that um, in terms of my injury? So before my injury, I used to do strength training twice a week, but now mm. I'm kind of like just doing it once a week. Is that ideal or should I go back to doing it twice a week?
1: I mean, if you're training once a week, um, that can be okay as long as the workout you're doing is full body. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you're working, so, you know, the way I tend to do it is the more frequently you go to the gym, the more of a, what we call a body part split you could do, because you can't, you don't want to work the same muscle again too frequently because then it will never recover. And and that's another problem. People overtrain. They then hit a weight loss plateau because they've stopped building muscle. They've stopped losing weight. And, and, and the mistake they make is to think they're not exercising enough. When in actual fact, um, you know, actually recovery is a big, big part of it. But then, of course, on your flip side of the coin, if you've gone from two workouts to one, obviously your body will respond to that. You might not feel as fit as you was because you, you've gone down. So what I would do is, you know, the, the less time you're, the less frequency of how many times you're exercising, the more full body it becomes. So if you're working out twice a week, I would probably either give you two full body routines or I would say one day, focus on your lower body and maybe your core. The second day, focus on your upper body and also your core. If you're coming three times a week, I would say, okay, we're going to do a push-pull split routine, which is basically all the push muscles, the shoulders, and triceps, the pull, which is all your back and your arms, and then your legs. And if you're going to work out four times a week, which I don't really recommend to people, I would just say do a conditioning or do a bit more cardio on the side. Mm -hmm. Because that brings me back to the first question. Three is optimal. I think three times a week, as long as you're training with high intensity, it's perfect. But in your case, one is still fine. If you can progress to two again, that would be great. Mm. Um, as long as your injury allows it, you don't want to overdo it. And like I said, in your case, I'd probably just do an extra lower body workout or try and add a little bit more. Your you core, everyone loves working the core. Just add a yep. core work. <laughs> just it's the minutes, you know. Um, it's, it, my busiest class in person here at my gym is the abs blast um and, and and because even though you know training your abs and doing loads of sit-ups is not going to magically drop fat from that region it just doesn't work like that unfortunately but people like the feeling of, of their core after and so people love it and that would be a recommendation for you if you did one workout Make sure it's full body, so get a nice balance of the upper body to what you can do around your injury, and of course, a lot more on your on your, on your lower body. And if you are going to add a second one, and it's a bit too much on your injury, just do some core workout. Throw in a bit of core and cardio. You're still yeah. working out two to three times a week, but you've been forgiving to you know to your limitations, basically.
0: Yeah, thanks for that. I actually do do. I actually do. Um, I actually still do core round because core is actually one of the things I love. I mean, I I do my heat workout three times a week, actually four times a week. <laughs> so in what you just said, now I might have to cut down to three times a week now because um yeah, uh, so um yeah, I do sort of like do full body and then so when it when it like the one I do today, which took me out basically, but I've been doing it you know I've been doing it for a while, so it's just a combination of heat hit and core, and then also um yeah, yesterday was was more of the um strength training kind of thing, and then yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like in terms of heat, um, you know, just I guess because I just love to work out, and yeah, heat is one of my heat is like my favorite. If I do anything else that's like heat, I don't feel I've worked out enough, even though I still go for a walk every day, every day at lunchtime. But yeah, but um, so in terms of now, so like I'm talking about heat, um, hit obviously is not something that a beginner, you know, I know that a lot. When I first started working out, I know for a fact that it is not something that you will start straight as a beginner when is the when is the right time to actually go into it
1: so so with like the so the main sort of program i i run which is online so i own the gym as well and and in the gym we're big on the strength training Um, and we kind of divide it between the two i would say Hypothetically and quite literally our, our gym's divided my gym's divided into two. So we've got all those squat bays in one side and we have small group sessions. And that's about the weightlifting. And the other side of the gym is what I don't want to call it hit. I think I feel like hit's a bit of a buzzword. Um, and okay. <laughs> it is hit essentially, but I changed the term to either conditioning or functional training. And it's basically hit. Hit with a better name. And I think okay. the side of the gym is kind of designed a bit more hit, you know, so we have a bit more of the boxing or mm-hmm. we use our functional equipment, TRXs, and stuff like that. And I would recommend to someone when they ask me, because they they'll get a few sessions a week and I'll say, do two of the strength training and then one of the HIT training. So strength training is always, in my opinion, go going to take a precedence over or priority over HIT training. Now, however, I also mainly run an online business too. Now, a lot of my, my main sort of program is a membership. I have like these six week challenges. And a lot of people come onto that and because it's online, they don't have access to a gym and they don't even have equipment. Mm. So in that situation, it kind of, there is no alternative than for it to be hit because they're on a weight loss program. They're trying to get results in six weeks. So we do want to increase that intensity a little bit. Um, so hit's great, I like hit, and, mm-hmm. and I think it's a perfect all-round for people who either don't have access to the gym, or like I said, they don't have any equipment. Um, and, and, and the other thing is from a psychological standpoint is people like to break a sweat. So when they've done a hit workout, they feel like they've done a workout. You know, whether some people might do a bit of weight training. And because it's lower intensity and you recover quicker, sometimes people feel like they don't get um, a really good workout from that. Whereas with HIIT training, um, you can do 20 minutes up to half hour or 45 minutes if you're really going brave, depends on what you're doing. (laughs) And yeah, you know you've done it. So HIIT training can be a form of resistance. You still break down the muscle tissue. The only thing I would suggest with, with the question, obviously, which was, it, when is the right time for it? I think it can be any time. I think, yeah. it, but there are different levels of HIIT. And I think as long as there is alter, so whenever I demonstrate a workout, a hit workout, I always make sure that each exercise has a, what we call a regression and a progression. Mm-hmm. So there's always an easy version. Let's take the burpee, the nation's favorite exercise. And I say that. I, say <laughs> yeah, that was I, I know I know yeah. I just said favorite
0: because I, it's
1: definitely I, not it, oh,
0: my favorite. i air
1: quoting. I know it's his audio, yeah, but exactly. I am
0: air quoting. Air quoting, yes. Don't <laughs>
1: But I I'm one of those sadistic people that that torture myself with burpees. I like burpees. I want. I, I back in uh, the first lockdown, 2020, I I did 2,000 burpee challenge in a month. I think it was November oh. for bone, for bone cancer. And I, I think I raised about 500 pounds. I was quite happy with mm. Um But yeah, I I I did love burpees, and and after you've done 2,000 of them, you you don't suddenly love them the same way as you used to. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if I was to demonstrate a burpee, I already have because you know I've done this a long time and I've I've qualified to understand the mechanics of, of exercise and, and physiology. So I always have in my arsenal um, a regression. So that would be a simple stepping burpee, and there is there is ways to do it where you're still burning calories, you're still working the same muscles, but without that impact. Mm. And likewise, for people who have a higher fitness level. I can give them a progression, which would be a more explosive burpee with a push up and a jump at the top. And it's yeah. sort of like, <laughs> burpee with star jobs. Yeah, exactly. And I think that HIT has a place. Um, and I know like Joe Wicks has done really well to bring this into light with, with, with HIT training. But the, the only problem is, particularly with online coaching, which is what I do, I have to make sure that I don't know. The limitations of the person that's at the other end of that workout if, mm. if it's an in-person client then yeah i can i can do I, before i give them a hit workout i can see how they're moving i can assess i can already know where they're going to struggle before they do it with an online client particularly on, on a six-week challenge i don't have that kind of connection or even time so i have to really think on my feet and go okay straight off the get-go here's a workout if any of these exercises you can't do there is always an alternative that I will show them, or sometimes I will just say, just skip it, because you're going to still be able to do something. Um, so yeah, I think there's 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 always a right time for hit. I think there's different levels of hit training. I think the term hit is quite scary to people because it stands for high intensity. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the key word there: high intensity. Uh, and you have got something called lit as well, which is low intensity. But, uh, I won't worry about that for now because most people, if you're walking, there's your lit. Um, But I think it doesn't have to be burpees and mountain climbers and jump lunges and all these things, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, you can even incorporate uh, weights into, so kettlebell training can be classes, hitting mm. a kettlebell swing squats can be hit. Um, I think as long as you just take an exercise and you do a lot of intensity in a smaller amount of time, you you're absolutely fine with that, and like I said, if you don't have access to a gym, hit's not a bad shout for you. I will always recommend weight training over hit. No, if you don't have that kind of, uh, if you don't have that the money for a gym, or you don't have equipment, or even the time, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't have the time, and hit's perfect. You can do it fifteen up to half hour, you know. And and I think it's not just that. Not not so much as people not having
0: time for a gym. I, I for example, I don't like the gym. I've tried it and i just don't like it's not i don't yep. like the environment at all i rather exercise i rather I prefer to exercise on my own i've been to exercise classes as well so there are people who obviously prefer to sort of like exercise and comfort in their own home so for me as soon as i get up first thing you know that's what i do i do my exercise straight away in the morning and moving on from that actually i just wanted to i just wanted to ask what do you think is the best time to, of the day to do exercises to exercise at all and well, obviously we're talking about heat um, and so on. So what do you think is the best time to sort of like, yeah, exercise?
1: Yeah, good question. I get that asked that. That's a very common question, actually. And um, I think I to answer this, I've actually played about with with choosing different times so that I can give a good answer, because, again, there's no there's no right answer. It's a very relative question. And, and unfortunately, a lot of these answers I give you are relative because you know, there is never a right or wrong answer to a lot of these common questions people ask. All I can give is my suggestions. And I think a lot of that's going to come down to if we're talking about internally in the body. All right. Well, there are suggestions. That, there are studies that suggest that the afternoon is probably where you will get the most of your energy from. Your body temperatures is typically its highest your blood's flowing your muscles are a bit fuller um from a a mental standpoint you're less tired it's in the middle of the day um some studies have suggested when they have when they have researched on this that that might be the optimal however a lot of people at work in the afternoon right so Mm. i i find that my perfect time to work out is the late morning that is where when i've tested evening workouts early morning workouts um i tend to find that the late morning is great because you you're not it's not straight after you get up so you've allowed time to get some energy in your body even if you're training fasted and um, i find that the evening is probably a little bit too late for people so it's hard because a lot of people work nine to five and the early morning is all they can do or the late morning is all they can do um so so me telling you the afternoon isn't that great for people unless they can work out in the dinner time um my (laughs) suggestion my answer is to be honest it really doesn't matter um find the best time for you because if you're a night shift worker it could be in the afternoon, you know, if you get up early, if, you, if you're if you a nurse and you work 12 hours shifts, it might not matter, you know, or it might have to be early morning. So I, I would suggest that the best way to find that answer is to try different times and see what works for you. See when you feel most energized, see when you're the most motivated, because you, anyone can turn around and go, all oh, right, I'm gonna get up at f- five in the morning, I'm gonna do a workout, <laughs> and who's gonna do that? You know, you might not do that, some people do, and likewise in the evening, right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna finish work, you know, if you're a parent, it's gonna be a nightmare, right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get the kids to bed, and, and, and you know, Netflix is on, particularly in the winter if it's got dark outside, are you really going to eight o'clock at night, just before you go to bed, pull out an exercise mat and start doing your workouts? Some people yes, some people no. So the the, the answer to the question is play about with different times and find what works for you because as far as humans in general there is no perfect time. Um, It is just whatever is going to suit you. Again it's a bit of a cop out but it's the best Mm -hmm. way to find what works for you. Oh thank you so much for that and you've pretty much covered all the questions I
0: had to um, I I was going to ask. So Final thoughts basically, um, an advice based um, for listeners uh, in terms of those who are new to workout, people who have been working out. So just kind of like you know, advice that you, you you will you will give to people, um, you know, in terms of staying fit.
1: Yeah, final thoughts. This is the bit where you've shut me up a bit because I have to think about this now. Um, <laughs> Sorry, It's all right. This it's a good question. So if I if I was to Give this final thought in terms of exercise, um, and particularly on this back end coming out of the pandemic, where people have exercises on a rise. You know, mm. um, the one good thing to come out of the pandemic, as far as my industry is concerned, is the amount of people who not only have come back to fitness since the pandemic. But people who've never really been into fitness, not just the gym, but like exercise in general, that got into it during lockdown and realized, wow, you know, my, or even people who've had COVID and they realized, God, you know, fitness could have really helped me in, in, in that sense. So I've seen an increase in the desire for fit, people's fitness these days. And that's why these questions you're asking are a lot, I'm getting asked more frequently than ever before. So my final thought in terms of exercise is, if I was to sum this up, it's just turn up. There will be times where you won't be motivated. There will be times... Where, I saw a post that was interesting today, which it was a meme on social media, and it, it was, uh, of course, Baby Yoda, because that's a, a king of memes <laughs> at the minute. and minute. And, and, and the meme said... Um, so you need energy to exercise, but exercise gives you energy. Sounds like a pyramid scheme to me, which I laughed, <laughs> I chuckled, I, I, I shared with my my with my group on social media. And, and do you know what? That is true because a big part with the – and you can say it about motivation. You know that exercise will give you energy and it will give you motivation because it releases a lot of feel-good chemicals in the brain and you crave that, you know, mm. but then also – you need to get the motivation to do the exercise to begin with so it does create this sort of vicious cycle for people but the answer is is you just got to do it no no matter if you're motivated or not you know at the end of a workout no matter how intense you will feel better we know if we get out and go for a walk we feel great Yeah. yeah we know you you know we're talking we're laughing about burpees and no one wants to do them but you will feel fantastic once you've done your burpees. You, you know, yeah. <laughs> you feel that stroke like in the body. Um, so, my, yeah, my final thought is, you know what, just do something. Even mm-hmm. if it's not getting any weights, even if it's not HIIT training, which we spoke about, even if it's not going to the gym, just do something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just walking is still exercise. Start a hobby. Go Play a sport. Ride a bike. Go swimming. All these things count and all of them will make you feel fantastic um if you don't want to do it on your own i'm a big believer that's why i kind of do group training because i feel like people getting together if you're on your own and you struggle with motivation find a gym buddy or there are local communities facebook you know i've i've run a membership group and i feel like When you find other like-minded people that go through the same struggles as you and and feel the same benefits and egg you on, spur you on when you're having your down moments, that's a good way to get into fitness as well. Find that community. Some people prefer to, you know, train on their own and do it for themselves and that's absolutely fine. So yeah, just make sure that you do some form of fitness because you know, it's going to feel fantastic and, and find a community. You know, if you're struggling with motivation or, you, you, you don't really know what you're doing. There are things to, to help you out there. Communities. YouTube is fantastic. It's free. Oh, you yeah. might yeah. have to watch a couple of ads. You know, yeah. I put a post on my social media. Only recently I did a video on this, which is that I'm quite modest. Yes, of course, I'm a personal trainer. I make a business from helping helping women, um, you know, transform their bodies. However, I'm very honest and say, you don't need to pay me to do that. This is the internet. You know, there, you, anyone can get recipes, anyone can, um, you know, a lot of outdoor gyms, a lot of parks have outdoor gyms and, and, you know, you can use your garden. There's there's many things in your house you can use to, to break down muscle. So no matter what your barrier, uh, guys, you know, whether it's finances, whether it's injuries, I know we spoke about a lot of that, uh, whether it's motivation, whatever it is, just do something because I guarantee you you'll feel ten times better regardless. Wow,
0: that's so my much. final thought. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for that. Yeah, that is kind of like I guess everything like I said before. You know, yeah, that you've covered and it's been really interesting and quite educational as well. And I do hope that everyone that's listening um, will actually take on board um, what Callum was um, said and that you know you go out, you know, you just do what you have to do and you know just do um, yeah just. Just show up, basically, and and I quite agree. The days when I've sort of like not been motivated, motivated, and I just want to, oh gosh, I don't want to do this, but then I do force my, I do kind of like say, you know what, you've got to do it. And when I do yeah. do it, I feel better. Like this morning, I really did not want to do my workout, but I did it, and I have to admit, I feel a lot better for it. I I came away energized. So yeah, do what you've got to do. You know, yeah. So thanks again, Kalu.